Are we good? We are good. <laughs> we should keep all that in. Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by Purell and DeGeneres. Do you need an effective hand sanitizer as well as a daytime host who eats their own coworkers alive? Then you're going to love Purell and DeGeneres. The sanitizer will have you dancing up and down the aisles of your very own talk show in which everyone is scared of you. Must be 18 years or older and able to tolerate verbal abuse from your superiors to purchase. We got some Braze Bits. We got some Braze Bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for Braze Bits. Mmm, Bits. And now, please welcome your comedy chefs. Let's actually go! <laughs> welcome to Braze Bits, everybody! Wow. 2021! <laughs> What a way to start it, Lancey. Wow. Hopefully we didn't get copyrighted. What a what a way to come in. I picture running through the Braze Bits tunnel, the Brazerbacks bumping us along the way. I'm amped up. Yeah, we're ready to cook up some bits now. I can't wait to cook. I cannot wait to cook. I'm I'm jazzed up. Utah. I'm jazzed up. Alone. I'm jazzed up New Orleans. Love a jazz. Miles Davis. We're really moving and grooving. I'm gonna jazzercise. I've always wanted to jazzercise. Jazzercise me up because I'm ready to get in my comedy chef garb. <laughs> Garber, baby. I, I, I'm excited. We're, we're, we're newborns. It's a new year, new us. I can't believe it's 2021, but guess what? We're here. I got to face reality. You do got to face reality. I was thinking about how I feel like the general MO of this time is people are like, oh, man, the holidays are over, are over and people are sad. They're like... The high of the holidays is down. You can't. It, it's yin and yang game. You can't approach. You got to embrace different times of the year for what they are. The holidays are are fine, but this is this is a renaissance. It is a renaissance fair. Dress so up. We need more. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep moving forward. Play the bugle. I've never been to a renaissance fair. I, I just picture big turkey legs. You ever see the movie Role Models? No. Oh, you'd love it. Is that an Adam Sandler flick? No, it's... I don't know who directed it, but it's Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott, and they uh, there's a Renaissance Fair involved. Love that. Type thing. I was going to have a Renaissance thing. I had nothing. Ran out of steam real quick. That start, it's you, hard to really top that start with the Michael Jordan Bulls theme song. Not only did you ran out of steam, you ran out of sons. <laughs> Let's have a seance. I think we should meditate on it. Let's I, talk about it. All right. Well, if we meditate, we can't talk. It's true. It's true. Do you meditate? I feel like we talked about this. You don't. No, meditate. but I I have before. Kate does, and she's a, a big fan of it. And big dad fan. I log on to Netflix, and now there's this net, a Netflix show about meditating. And I you yeah, know, Headspace. I, you, you that's know, the app I use. Yeah. So part of this seems like it's like world-ending propaganda where you can't have a show about meditating without some sort of corporate interest involved, which is disappointing. But at the same time, I watched the, you know how you could pre-roll the show? Pre-roll a joint? Yeah. And I'm like, this joint looks like it's going to get me high on life. I think it will. I think 100%. Give it a chance. I use Headspace. Whenever I go through a consistent run of, of doing it, it makes my whole day better, feel more centered, feel more alive. It makes me braise better. You, I mean, you know, you don't 
Okay. I was going to say, you don't need it to braze. But then, I don't need it to braze. And then I was like, is that an attack on meditation? <laughs> Wait, what? I think braze bits in itself is a meditation. When I'm in the kitchen with you, there's nothing else going on. I'm just brazing. Meditation's all I ever wanted. This is a musical episode. We might, we might lose food and just go into music. No, I can't do that. Braze bugles. Because then well, once we get to Taylor Swift, you're going to be like, no. Yeah, I'm open to Swift. I'm not anti-Swift. I just haven't gotten into it. You'll have to get it very swiftly. So what do we do? Do we keep going with like our intro garb? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to get into highlights yet. I'm not ready to get into highlights. Uh, I feel like we have a little bit of meal prep. What do we got? Can we talk about Mr. October's reaction to our yeah our response last week? Of, of course. Like- he feel he he enjoyed. Feel like we helped him out with our feedback on the candle situation. Yeah, we burnt it at both ends. <laughs> we did, John Wick. We really we really got went down to the last wick. Yeah, it made me think about the Beauty and the Beast, Lumiere, and the clock. I don't forget the clock's name. Time's always cooking. Cl- clocking. Clock, cooking. Clock. Time's not cooking. Clock Ock from Spider Man. <laughs> Doc Gooden, and then. I think that was the only thing with Mr. October. Was there anything else? He signed up for Patreon. Thank you very much for, for Mr. October being a, a oh, Sabonis Patreon yeah. member. Shout out to Mr. October and shout out to Patreon. They paid us today. Bingo. Comedy cash, baby. Those braised bucks. Yeah. So if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, I got to say, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like that was had more of a Asian vibe than Italian, but <laughs> to me it sounded like you were relieving yourself. <laughs> you got, what are you doing? You're taking number two. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we got hate, hot Patreon content up there. Subscribe, check it out. Why not? Yeah, and leave us a review, please. And. Let us talk more about the things we have on the podcast instead of actually doing the podcast. Right. That's my favorite part. Talking about doing things to help the podcast. Before we get into it, let's just talk about the podcast. Exactly. As long as humanly possible, so then the actual podcast is less time. (laughs) (laughs) It's Metal World Peace. That's that's what people do. I I don't understand it. I don't understand how things are, the things that are successful, some of them are, I mean, it's like anything. Some things, they're genuinely, generally good. Genuinely? And generally. For great low rates to get online, go to the general and save some time. But, (laughs) and then some things are just someone telling you about their Patreon and YouTube. It's a game. It's all a game. I, I feel like. The really good ones, like I, I, I watched Tim Dillon's YouTube, but I'm not a part of his Patreon, and, and he does the same thing half the time on his YouTube videos. He's like, you gotta check out this Patreon episode. It's, it's, I go on an all time rant, but if he's got, if you have a funny content, it's like, all right, maybe, maybe I'll check it out. And it's promotion. You gotta, you gotta half the game is promoting, more than half. I'm bad with numbers. I think it's like 58 percent plus another forty percent. Fifteen percent tip. Nickel and diamond. Yeah. The other piece 
of uh, meal prep. I thought it was very cool that the Jack Sock. We talked about Jack Sock in a, a reference last week. Wait, yeah, we he's did. a member at a a tennis club near you. No, you it's my brother texted me. He's in North Carolina right now. I think he might have moved there. Sock him, bop him. Love to hear. I'm a big Jack Sock guy. Yeah, I didn't really know about Jack Sock, but he also sent me his highlight reel, which was pretty impressive, I must say. He's a beast. Yeah. He's an absolute beast, American tennis player, always see him at the U.S. Open, he, and he plays with passion and fire and long socks. Yeah. I do like his social media content on TikTok. Jack Sock's on TikTok? No, he's on TikTok. You say Six Sock? No, I said TikTok. <laughs> I have my volume really low, so I don't have an echo. It's pretty- I'm losing my hearing, Lancey. What'd you say? Yeah. you Have you gone to like a, what is it, an audiologist? Is that the doctor? The ear guy? Yeah. I don't have any issues besides... Gold in my ear? Gold in my ear. Uh, have you gone to an ear doctor? No. Well, that's why you don't have any issues. Have you done I, the thing, the ear test where you have to raise your hand like it's like an 80s workout video? I feel like I did, <laughs> did that in like fourth grade. Yeah. I, I I I passed that. I'm gonna test you right now. Beep, okay. bop. No, it was both. It was both <laughs> Can't hear out of your right ear. There it is. I was diagnosed, Doctor Parker. Yeah. I got. What's my copay? Your copay. It's free because in the United States you don't have to worry about healthcare. Do is there any other meal prep? Anything anything else you want to get into before we go into some highlights? I don't know. I feel this is now the new game of who's going to say let's go into the highlights. I, a, I'm, I'm cool with Griffin. It's a war of attrition. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I love nutrition. It's, I mean, this is painful probably for the Razorbacks. For us, it's a blast. I, I'm totally fine with tanking the pod. I, I'll happily, in comedy, you walk audience members. I'll happily Pulling walk a Doug listeners. Peterson. Yeah, what Pulling was that? A, he like tanked the game? Yeah, they, yeah, they then, tanked the, they put in a backup quarterback in the fourth quarter. They're down three. I had think, a lot of implications. I think he was trying to clean up his act with Nate Sudsfield. <laughs> He's trying to launder the game. Absolutely. Clean up, clean him up. I feel like Phil Jackson must have been devastated by that. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Big time Giants fan Phil Jackson is. Yeah. All Giants fans were livid. I DM'd Phil Jackson on... I'm a Giants fan, but you know my... I don't know if you know my attitude towards sports, but... You watch it and it's, you're very engaged, and then the second it's over, you, you go on with your life. That's the adult way to handle it. Yeah, but I te- I DM'd him on Monday morning for his picks, and then I thought about how sad he probably was. <laughs> but he didn't he didn't show any signs. In fact, yeah. the I think the misery might have really improved his writing even more because he wrote there was wow. literary devices in this one. That's a big tease. Yeah, that is true. Suffering and pain it, it releases more art. It does, and, and you, you really dig deeper. Yeah, la pain quotidien. They have good sandos, good bread. Yeah, beautiful. Should we get into some highlights? <laughs> <laughs> right. Couldn't do Woo. it. Couldn't handle it any longer. Yeah, we'll get into some highlights. Beautiful. Wow, we're really cooking with gas. New year, new us. I'm I'm cooking actually eco friendly this year. Echo friendly? Yeah. Gas is, I think, bad for the environment, so I'm cooking with a bunch of leaves. Yikes. Banana leaves. You know how you could cook things in banana leaves? Like, like wrap food in a banana leaf? Yeah. Nice. 
Sounds delicious. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll eat off if you want. Get on base. My Not highlights, man. they're actually food-related, which is convenient because this is the Braised Bits podcast. I don't get it. It's It kind of go ties into the whole theme of Braised Bits. <laughs> Because we cook hot comedy, and sometimes we talk about food, but it's really about other stuff. In this case, it happens to be food, so it's convenient that my highlight and the theme of the podcast synced up. Now I get it. Walk me through it, and I got there. Yeah. That's all I needed. Sometimes jokes are funnier when you have to explain them. Yeah. Uh, my wrong with that? My highlight is a kind of an ongoing food highlight, New Year's Eve to New Year's Day. So, New Year's Eve... We stayed in. We were thinking about going out to a 300-person gathering, but decided we just weren't feeling it this year. Sorry, I missed that. You said you were going to go hunter-gathering? Yeah. <laughs> I said we were going to go to a 300-person gathering. Oh. <laughs> or we'll go hunter-gathering. I, I, I don't hunt. know why. I heard, I heard hunter-gathering. Hunt's ketchup. It's not that bad. It's not as bad. It's not that bad. It really gets a bad shake, I feel like. Because when a place has hunts, it's like, oh, you're, you, you can't splurge for the Heinz? Yeah, but it, it just shake it, and it's actually better than you, you think. Yeah, it, it's fresh. I, it's, it's, I don't know what Heinz has done, but... Cream Hunt Ketchup, I think it's fine. Yeah, we're a hunt, Hunt's Ketchup pod. Absolutely. Anyway, so New Year's Day, we didn't go hunting and gathering, <laughs> or we didn't forage. We cooked a meal, Kate and I... I actually teased this meal to you. I, I sent you a picture of onions. Yes, you did. I had a couple of guesses. I feel like I got them all wrong. I said French onion soup, and I said Philly cheesesteak. Because there's a lot of onions. I feel like it has to be an onion dish. Well, I'll tell you, you got it right on the first try. We, I made French onion soup. Wow, bingo, bingo. That, I'm, I'm amped up that I got it. First time making French onion soup in my life. I, my life? Yeah. First time. First time, long time. First, no, not first time, long time. First time, ever time. Hammer time, and it was good. It was so we don't have a. You know how they come in the Crocs? Yeah, I was J- going to ask that. The Jack Crocs. Yeah. We don't have. We didn't have one, so we didn't have the top layer of the cheese melting over the Croc. Right. Which is it's not great, but everything else... That's the was, traditional way, but it's, it's not a requirement. Yeah, but it's so much better that way, I think. Oh, yeah. It really brings it over the top of the crock. How were the onions? Did How was crock the- it? It, it, was, it was very good. It was I was happy with it for the first try. It was like a solid French onion soup. I actually thought the broth, the broth was nearly perfect. Nearly? Nearly. Philip Lee broth. Yeah. And yeah, the I, I toasted the bread, and made them into croutons. That's that sounds amazing. Yeah. Did you go based off a recipe, or you kind of freewheeled it? A little bit of both. I kind of just googled different recipes, and I figured this is how you do it. So that was the appetizer, and then made uh, we made steak frites. <sighs> wow, that's a beautiful meal. Yeah. It's a nice French meal. Nice French meal, and then finished it off with this minced chip pudding. You I made a mint chip pudding? No, we didn't make it. We we bought this. We I went to this uh, bakery, Sugar Sweet Sh- Sugar Sweet Sunshine in our neighborhood, where we actually got our wedding cake from. And they, we were, I was just gonna get like cupcakes or maybe like a small cake or something like that. But I saw this pudding and I was like, "This looks great." And I feel like Kate's gonna love this. And it was, it was 
It was I'm in pro this world. Chip. It was in this world, but metaphorically, it was not. Right. <laughs> Aliens would love this this ice cream, this dessert. Sounds fantastic. I'm I'm pro mint chip. That sounds like a full three course meal. Every step of the way, it sounds delicious. And I'll tell you, it was a three course meal, but it it bled over to the next day. Wake you up. Made a lot of soup. New Year's Day. No, it was totally different stuff. But I made hollow French toast in the morning for New Year's Day, which is nice. solid. Hollow French toast, you know it's always going to be good. But I decided to, usually I feel like I like to have bacon with hollow French toast, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just make it as Jewish as possible. Sure. And I don't I don't really love like like bacon from a store. Like, you know, like the Oscar Mayer bacon. Why not? And all that. Because you have it, and then you have a bunch left over, and then you don't know what to do with... I don't ever know what to do with the packet. So you're always making the whole thing. No, I don't. don't, You can't make the whole thing. That's crazy. But you make like five or six, and then there's a bunch left over, and... You can have nothing. No, but like half the the package is like ripped open. Uh, So there's always like one that gets ruined. Plastic. I don't want to do that to the bacon. And then when you try to get it out, sometimes they like rip Van Winkle. Yeah. It's just it's just not great. And then I also think some of them aren't like, you know, there's some whatever preservatives, uh, I, all that stuff. Now, Ideally, you want to use the whole pack. It's, when yeah. you have like a lot of people, you want to use it all at once. Yeah, now that I have a wife, I think about how to eat healthy. Right. That's mostly what having a wife is. And Makes sense. So I decided I'm going to get like nicer bacon. And I went to this place called Ends Meat, which is in the Essex Street Market. And it's like, they have like very good quality, over expensive type stuff. But they have like guancale and pastrami. Ooh, guancale. They had a goose that was like $125. And I was like, I mean, I took a gander. Full goose? Full goose. Yikes. That's, that sounds like too much goose. It, did, it was a little bit questionable at best. And obviously, yeah. I did not purchase it. But I saw they had pancetta. So Ooh. I got pancetta, and we cooked it like as bacon. And it was one of the best things I've ever had in my Ooh, life. Ooh, that's a great idea. It was it was metaphorically what a, what a, oh, not in the unbelievable. Soul. What a way to bring in the new year. Yeah. Pancetta French toast. Pancetta world peace. That's a contender. That's that's a Rocky Marciano. That's pretty good. Amazing. My mouth's watering. Yeah, it was. And so we had Kate. Kate's subscribed to the Jesse School of Crispy Bacon. Please. So and thank you. She got hers crispy, but I, I made mine a little softer, and they were both really good. But I I think that in this case the quality of the pancetta is so good you want no you want to have it a little softer so you maintain the flavor of the pancetta the crispier it is the more you you get that nice crunch but the you ruin the flavor a little bit you cook off the flavor it's just a difference i don't know i i, I think the crunch is it's, it holds the majority of the flavor and that crisp crunch of a pancetta bite come on i think come on Nancy. i think having it too crispy is borderline criminal pancetta call saw you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Your wife knows. Pancetta crispy is the way to go. Quiz knows. Toasty. That's that's a fantastic couple of meals. Need that. Gotta have that. My highlight was celebrating the pot, my podfather's 
birthday. We went out to Long Island and uh, spent the weekend with him. I drove out with my sister and her boyfriend. Um, fun fact, Scoop Du Jour, that ice cream place we talked about, it's not a fun fact. Why did I say fun fact? Depressing fact, it's closing. <laughs> you got the scoop. I got the inside scoop. Not great. I don't like that I said fun fact. We'll try to... It can't really... Edit. I guess we're, it's a misdirection. We're, we're keeping the bit. <laughs> it was a misdirection. Fun fact, this business is closing and it's very sad. You know it's also a misdirection? I found out what? today from Kate <clears throat> that Harry Styles is dating Olivia Wilde. I did see a that. misdirection. That's... <laughs> That's a tweet. You gotta, you gotta put that out. That's pretty good. I feel yeah. like that's something when you, we say it in the pod, it's like very funny. But then you go on Twitter and you find out that seven hundred people already made Probably. that joke, and you feel unoriginal and worthless. So we're just gonna keep it in the pod. It's still funny, still worth a giggle. I did see that. If good she gets her. married to him, she'll be misdirection. They're going in the right direction. They're moving and grooving in the right direction. Harry style and profiling. I like Zane. You're a Zane guy? Yeah. I like I like Harry. Watermelon watermelon sugar high. I don't Great know Zane's song. song. <laughs> so we had a, I had a great weekend. We made a lot of Duraflame logs. You hear about these Duraflame logs? Yeah, Dr- uh Drode, my 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 pod father. He's not the pod father. He's the your father. The yeah, yeah. He uh he's a big Duraflame guy. We ra- I got when I tell you we ran through logs. We had I think we went through about six logs in two days, and that's not even talking about my bathroom visits. It was a blast. Uh, we went and uh, casted one night onto YouTube onto the big TV, and we went down memory lane. We watched uh, some old Johnny Carson clips and David Letterman clips. We saw watched like Don Rickles, Rodney Dangerfield, Martin Short. It was just a blast from the past. Had a log cooking. The Knicks won. Knicks are like pretty good now. The Knicks beat the Pacers Saturday night. Last night they beat the Hawks. They're they're moving and grooving, as Walt Clyde would say. Just a great overall weekend. Saturday it was pretty mild out. It was like in the fifties, so it was able to go uh, to the bay for a nice yog outside. It was beautiful. That sounds like a great 29th birthday weekend for the Podfather. Yeah. Huge for the Podfather. One more. One more year away from being thirty, but he's he's taken in every last couple of minutes from this year twenty nine. Yeah, in the in the twenties, and it's good that hopefully by the thir- his thirtieth, the pandemic will be a little less done, and he could go hunting and gathering for the thirtieth. <laughs> exactly. Get a nice goose, a little cheaper from the Essex market. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful time. That's good. Don Rickles clips. That's huge. It was, it was amazing. And it was pretty impressive to, to watch him on Johnny Carson. I think he was in his like late 40s. But then he went on He was on Letterman. He was a beast. I, in like seen, his 80s. He was so much oh, yeah. funnier and yeah. so much fe- more fearless yeah. and confident. And he was an old man. It was. It's just amazing. Yeah, the one with him and, and Denzel is great. I've, I've, I've seen them all. Yeah. My grandparents loved uh, Don Rickles. I think they, they saw him live. Uh, this past couple last few years when he was alive, yeah, yeah, he died like a few years ago, twenty seventeen, yeah. maybe. Donnie Ricks, he was yeah. also great in uh, that movie with Robert De Niro. He had a small role. What's it called? Casino. Meet the parents. Beat the parents too. Bobby De Niro. Yeah, I was gonna say he would 
he would have been a great guest on Brace Bits. Ah, he would have he would have ripped me a new one. He's one of those guys that like I, I love watching, but if I ever like went to his show and sat in the front row, I'd be so scared the whole time. Really? Yeah, he's so mean. Yeah, but it's a, it's an act. It is an act. It's funny when it's happened to somebody else. But if Don Rickles is tearing you apart in front of a crowd, I don't know. Nuts. Like we do the podcast, but it's an act. Yeah, this is an act. Yeah. This this chemistry? You think <laughs> total, this is natural? Total act. I, I it takes me hours to just get into the right mindset for this. It doesn't take me any time, but it's an act. <laughs> that's 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 good. You're acting. Yep. That was an act. You're I mean, I feel like you just ran on my parade. How? I I didn't expect you to just ask that. I I kind of wanted to just move for I feel like I was I was a uh, it's like Thanksgiving. And you were like a rain cloud, and you were you were, you were making it wet. What 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 did I ask? <laughs> you didn't ask anything. I was just talking about I don't know. Not the smoothest transition, because it's raining. I I see what you're doing. I I'm done. <laughs> I just rained. Really on my I rained all over your parade. You rained all over it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go inside, I think, and comfort myself with some food. I agree 100%. <laughs> now we're moving and grooving in the right direction. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to warm up, take off our wet clothing, and, and make ourselves feel better with our top nine. Rainy day foods. Tim Rains. We're, we're going to list out our top nine rainy day foods. I feel like it rained on... Sunday and Saturday. It felt like a little rainy weekend. It felt like a good time to to list out our favorite rainy day foods. I'm a diehard fan of rainy day foods. People call me John McLean. McRain. Diehard. Yeah. It's, it's huge. I gotta apologize that I totally didn't get the bit. It was it, unforgivable. It, it wasn't smooth. Because it, it, the way I said you ran in my parade, it could have been about something you said. That's what I thought. I thought I said something mean, and I was like, oh, I didn't mean to be mean. I didn't mean to be Don Rickles. No. I was just trying to move and groove. But we got top nine rainy day foods. Rainy day foods, to me, this was an interesting category because it's not just cold rain. You got to take into account warm rain. Wow. That's a great call. You got to take into account acid rain. When the pH levels are too low, that's a guess. We'll get never our, been never we'll, been caught in we'll an acid we'll, rainstorm. We'll get the schnecks to confirm if acid rain is low or high. I feel like yeah, a long time that. since we've heard from the schnecks. Shout out to well, Maddie and Jack. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I feel like they'll they'll know about the pH levels. Oh yeah, they're doctors. Yeah, but either way, you are coming in from being wet. You're taking off your clothes. You're probably a little agitated. Sometimes, I mean, we talked about it during the summertime. I ran in the rain. It's, if you embrace the rain, it's not always a downer. But if you're caught in the rain, it's not great. Taste the rainbow. Thousand dips, delicious. <laughs> Chips away. <laughs> yeah, no, being being caught in the rain. I actually went for a walk in the cold rain the other day. I think Sunday. You were talking about Saturday was a really nice day. Sunday was brutal cadoodle it was and i took a walk and it was miserable but i had a nice time <laughs> i came in kate was like wow you're really wet and i was like let's get wet and wild and do this top nine 
Let's do it. That's that's classic Lance quote. It was miserable, but I had a nice time. I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, you're prepared for it. It wasn't like I was mad that I went I decided to go for a walk and I the weather said, "Okay, but it's going to be like this." Yeah. And so I you said, prepared. "Sure." I actually was sort of unprepared. I don't have like a good beanie this year. I lost them all somehow. I have one, but it's like a little too small because I got I it at, when I was like 12 years old. And I haven't bought one, but I keep saying I'm going to buy one, but I feel like now it's the winter's half over, so should I even bother? You got to get you got to get a beanie. You got to, especially if it snows again. It's that's very necessary. Beanie Feldstein. Love beanie. I'm pro beanie. Yeah. All right, our top nine rainy day foods. Let's get into it. Am I leading I'll get, off? Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I just rained all over that. I, I got to get my poncho and my umbrella. I'm getting rained on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get on base. I'll bunt. I'll play a little small ball. You're not going to like this one, Lance. This is my number nine. It is the rainy day food that my summer camp growing up would always serve. If it was raining, they would pivot. If they had a plan, they would serve this to us. I talked about it on our top nine food combinations. Lance, it's tomato soup and grilled cheese. I'm, I went for it. It's my number nine. It's comforting. It's a delicious combination. The grilled cheese and the tomato soup. It just reminds me of coming into the cafeteria camp and being excited to see it. It's like, oh, it's wet and rainy. It's a bummer of a day, but at least I get to have tomato soup and grilled cheese. It's just special. It's like, if you don't like this, what are you? It's my number nine, tomato soup and grilled cheese. Yeah, that's what you're going to have to do after eating grilled cheese and tomato soup. It's going to run right through you. The combination goes in the toilet for me. There's nothing more to say about how grilled cheese is doing all the work. Grilled cheese is doing all the work. Tomato soup gets all the credit. (laughs) <laughs> I think they both are pulling each other pulling equal weight grilled cheese is the main star but tomato soup is kind of like the role player that if it wasn't there it wouldn't be a championship caliber combination you know how when you're little and you play on the seesaw and someone's really skinny and someone's really fat yeah and like you, you try to play on the seesaw but then it's like a really depressing harsh truth of life type thing <laughs> You're saying that the tomato soup is super fat? I'm not sure which one is because I didn't totally think through the analogy. But <laughs> I'm just saying that one of them is at the bottom of the seesaw and one of them's at the top. And it's just, it, it seems like it's a good idea to work together, but it's not. Seesaw McGraw, you're totally wrong. I knew you were going to have that reaction, but. I don't. I just don't think you've had a good tomato soup and grilled cheese after a rainy day, or even during a rainy day. I think tomato soup is the type of food that if I'm grilled cheese and I'm in the passenger seat, and tomato soup is behind the wheel, I'm nervous. That's why it's not driving. Grilled cheese is always driving. Exactly. So the tomato just, soup knows its role. Tomato soup point. puts on its seatbelt, goes for a ride with grilled cheese. Grilled tomato soup doesn't need to be there. <laughs> why not? There's a seat for it right there. It could be anything. That seed could be filled by anything. No, the, grilled the, cheese, cheese, the, the cheese and the tomato. There's not another soup. And, grilled cheese and chocolate chip cookies. No, 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 no. It's similar to pizza. It's got a similar pizza vibe, tomato and cheese combo. It's nothing like it. I think Got him. 
Got him. <laughs> Knockdown drag out. That's KO. That's an uppercut. Call me a boxer. Maybe. Call me maybe. <laughs> but that was a one-hit right. wonder. Agree to disagree. My number eight, it's the, the dish of the podcast, I believe. It's the dish that is the, is the backbone of this podcast. I feel like it's uh, very underrated. Tuna fish? It was a dish at your wedding. What did you say? Tuna fish? Not tuna fish. You just made me gag a little <laughs> bit. Lady Gaga. My number eight is the braised short rib. I think it's... A, it's I'm not a big, like, stew... Leonard? Like, stew... <laughs> yeah. But I love a braised short rib. It's a comforting food. I feel like it's uh, very tender. The, the meat falls apart. It's delicious. Makes you feel better. It's the, one of the best foods to have after a rainy day. The braised short rib. Braised bits. I, in fact, also have braised short rib on, on mine. It's number four. Wow, big. And it kind of, it's so it soaks. It, it's at its best where it's soaking in whatever you're cooking it in or by itself. And falls off the bone. Bones. Exactly. TV show. And you can beat it with other foods that are higher up on your list, but it's it's deservedly there. You, you have braised short rib on like a hot summer day, and there's something incongruous about it. A thousand percent. And, and I'm not talking Senate or House of Reps. I'm talking incongruous. That's right. I'm gonna impeach of Bray Short Rib if it tries to if it tries to pass a stimulus on the summer day. Right. No, I hundred percent agree. Hot it's summer also, day where it's where it's not raining. Not raining. It's it's so easy to kind of eat. It's like it's not chewy, it's not easy it's not hard to cut into. It it melts in your mouth. It's perfect when you don't wanna like do too much work. It's a beautiful meal. It warms your soul. But it does so. There's some foods that I actually didn't include on mine because I thought they were better when it snows. Ooh, interesting. Like once you get below 32, it's not a rainy day food. Oh, no. It's, yeah. a, it's a snowy well, day different food. different vibe. Yeah. So braised short rib, I feel like, does its best work between, let's say, 34 degrees and 70 degrees. I don't know numbers. But that sounds about right. Nick Lachey not included because that would be 98 degrees. Chinese food makes me sick. LFO. That was LFO, not Lachey. That was Nick LFO. Lachey. <laughs> Nick Lachey Stadium. Nice. Jessica Simpson doesn't know what Chicken of the Sea is. Were they married? Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson? I think so. I think that was them. They had that reality show where she said that she asked him what is Chicken of the Sea and it was tuna. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Oh. Big, that relationship big. sounds like it's going in a bad direction. <laughs> that's that's Olivia Wilde to me. Yeah. That was my number eight. My number seven, it's sushi. I love sushi, but on a rainy day, especially if it's getting like if going to get it delivered, which I've gotten uh, more accepting of over the past few months, it travels well. It doesn't have to, you know, I'm not worried about it like getting wet. I don't want wet sushi, but if it gets wet, I'll deal with it. It's just comforting. It's delicious. What more do you? What everyone knows about sushi? The only thing I would never have it as for breakfast as a leftover, but on a rainy day, it's delicious. Number seven sushi. That's a good one. It's a very good one. The only reason why I 
didn't include is because I feel like it can be just as satisfying on like a nice day outside as it can be delivered on a rainy day. But delivered sushi on a rainy day. I'm not oh, a big yeah. delivery guy, but you take a rainy day and you deliver sushi. It's a game change. Call me. Maybe. Call me if my sushi delivery is here because I'm getting it. Are you gonna, if they call, are you going to buzz them up or are you going to go down and get it? So I press the buzzer, but then I start walking down. <laughs> that's, the, that's a great, that's an adult move. Yeah. It's a mature move. Yeah. You meet yeah. him halfway. I meet him halfway. That's big. Well, especially we're on a, it's three, third floor, fourth floor. What yeah. is it? I think when third. You're at, we're on the fourth floor, but it's the third floor of apartments. Yeah. So you can't make someone walk all the way up like that. I, I, I don't have a buzzer where I live, so I have to go down. But even if I didn't, I, I'd go down. Down, down, baby. O Street like a rainbow. That's good. That was your number seven? Yep. My number nine is Snickerdoodles. Wow. We're going cookies. We're going cookies. Few things are better than when you come in from the rain and there's some fresh cookies cooked up. Wow. And I think Snickerdoodles are a nice rainy day cookie. Hundo P. Shout out Mr. October. Didn't you have one of his Snickerdoodles? Yeah, Mrs. October made Snickerdoodles. It wasn't raining. They were good. But if it was raining... We would have had them inside. <laughs> fresh snickerdoodle. That's that's a great call. I haven't had a fresh snickerdoodle in a long time. Just fresh out of the oven, biting into it. Your hands still have those uh, rain things, like when you go in the pool. <laughs> you know how they're dry? You're, or not dry. You know when your hands, when you're in the pool too much? and you're, they're Oh, dribble. they're all wrinkly? Don yeah, wrinkles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I get that in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my number nine my number eight is butternut squash soup interesting interessant if you give me butternut butternut squash soup and it's not raining i'll tell you i think that was meant for someone else because there's no way that i ordered this because i'm not ordering it unless it's raining when it's raining my mind rains butternut squash soup. I was gonna argue it, but I'm gonna squash the beef. I've just I haven't had it enough. So, but every time I think I've had it a handful of times, and it's always been great. Is it usually warm? Yeah, I don't know. I, have, I guess you could have it cold, but so my mom makes it for Thanksgiving sometimes. Like different Thanksgiving, she'll make like different soups, but butternut squash soup is in the rotation. And I feel like when it's raining, it's better, and when it's not raining, hmm. it's. It's good, but you want to have butternut squash soup and you feel like you're up against, it's a respite from the cold, cruel world. And if it's sunny out, then the world isn't that cruel. So what's the point of having butternut squash soup? There isn't much. Right. Yeah. I would love, I would love to have more butternut squash soup in my life. Can't my, argue it. My number seven, I don't think it'll be controversial, but I think you might be surprised. It's a bowl of mussels. Ooh, that's a great one. One time, we were either going to or coming back from Fire Island. We used to go, when I was little, we used to go to Fire Island in the summer. For those of listeners who don't know, Fire Island is, if you look at a map of Long Island, then there's like Long Island, but then below Long Island, there's this really weird small strip of land. 
and that's where Jones Beach is, a popular beach. Uh, it goes all the way out to the Hamptons, but in the middle, it's like called Fire Island. And my parents, I think they partied pretty hard there. They met in Fire Island. Really? Yeah. At yeah. a bar? Hunting and gathering. Hunter, your, your father hunter and gathered your mother on Fire Island. Yeah. Did they meet at a bar on the beach in the ocean? I, I think they met at a bar. The story is a bit, yeah, it's, you know, it's a bit, un, not unclear, but. Your dad said, like you friends of friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Friends of friends? Yeah. But seemingly a bar situation. Got it. Um, it's a magical place. It's, it's where love is born. I like it a lot. It's good. The problem with Fire Island is to rent a house there. It's insane amounts of money. And it's not, I don't think it's worth it. Like, I would rather not be there. It's, it's affordable if you did, I, I did it a few years with like 10 other friends yeah that's what you gotta do and it's tough for me because I have, I don't have 10 friends <laughs> that, that is tough you could do like a, a random it'd be funny if you just went and joined a random house of uh, nine other people yeah and then I'd say hey for a welcome present I got grilled cheese and tomato soup and they'd say get out of here get in here we know you know rainy day foods no Anyway, so Hemingway, at the, at Ernest, at the you take the ferry from Bayshore. That's one of the you have to take a ferry to get there, I think. Yeah. And there's a ferry in, in Bayshore, Long Island, and there's a restaurant. I don't know if it's still there, but it's called Nick's Clam Bar. Are you familiar with this place? I'm pretty sure I've been there. I think I had, I had breakfast there. Yeah, it's like it's like a restaurant by the ferry. So if you want to eat. Before or after the ferry, yeah. that's pretty much the only place to go, I think. Yeah, and, take it next to the parking lot. Yeah, and one time it was raining, and I ordered a bowl of mussels, and it was like one of the best meals I've ever had. That's a great call. I didn't so, even think about that. You got a shout out. Sometimes you might think a bowl of mussels is nice on like a steamy summer day, and it is, but have it on a steamy rainy day. The under most underrated part of the muscles is that broth under underneath. It gets no, not enough love. People don't like realize it's perfect for sopping up bread. It's perfect for just spoon spooning into your mouth, putting it on top of the muscles. It's a great call. Didn't even think about it. Yeah, it's poetic that Philip broth. It is. Hundred. That's, that's a great one. That's my number seven. My number six is miso soup. Miso horny for miso soup. I it's. I don't know why, but I, I I tend to lean more Asian food on a rainy day. I feel like it's comforting, and miso soup, it does the job. Especially if you're getting sushi, get me give me a miso soup appetizer. I'm gonna slurp it up. It's an unbelievable call. I'm punching myself for not including miso soup. I almost want to include it, but I can't. I can't do that. Wow, that would be like That's a, high brace. That'd be like a Balco level scandal. <laughs> yeah. This top nine would have to have an asterisk, but miso soup. Now that I think about it, would be like definitely in my top five. Yeah, it's perfect. It's comforting. It's it's and fantastic. It's, it's simple. It's it's like light and heavy at the same time. Exactly. Miso soup is exactly. great. I love it. Love I never had a disappointing miso. Miso soup was my introduction to tofu. Think of me too. I always miso. Said, I always said I hashtag miso and soup. Tofu is fantastic. I always thought tofu was like disgusting when I was growing up because I was like, oh, tofu, vegetarian, healthy, gross. But I would have miso soup and I would like miso soup. And then one day I made the connection that the yeah. stuff in miso soup was tofu. And I just felt like a clown. 
it's always the perfect ratio too. It's not it's not like a tofu soup. There's just like enough. There's like it's like twenty percent tofu or even less than that. But it's a good amount, and like you get a couple pieces, and you're like, oh, this is delicious. It's yeah. soft and mushy. Yeah, it's it's not killer tofu, but it's just enough to Mister Dink around your your bowl and exactly. route to the great pork chop. Wow, that's fantastic. That's I, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Thank you. Along the lines of Asian food, my number five is teriyaki chicken, specifically the mall teriyaki chicken. I can't remember the name of the place, but it's not at every mall. It's like the best teriyaki chicken. It's just, it's 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 rainy day food, especially if you're like you need you're going to the mall on a rainy day. You need something for lunch. That the fresh teriyaki chicken over rice. It's it's incredible. It's comforting. It's delicious. It's not it's not that heavy. You can it's it's relatively healthy. Teriyaki is not that. Uh, nutritious but it's not the worst thing it's it's not fried chicken it's like it's grilled chicken it's my number five teriyaki chicken i can't believe you had teriyaki chicken <laughs> back to back it's on back it's, back. it's on my list it's on your list yeah bingo huge this is why we're, we're comedy chefs yeah so we have a podcast did not see that coming uh, maybe i maybe i saw your list beforehand no i didn't as an that was a natural that was one of the first ones i thought of same Huge. We got to go to the mall. I'd love to. I miss the mall. I miss. We've talked about Brookstone. Is that the store? Yeah. Where you just sit in the chairs and no one buys anything? Yeah. Yeah. Go to Brookstone. We go to FYE and buy some DVDs. Go Go to to Spencer's Spencer's Gifts. (laughs) Go to Lids. Go to Lids. Go to Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's. Get a Jamba Juice for the road. Go in the middle and like talk to Santa. Yeah, sit on Santa's lap. I ever get... told you? I ever told you? I do you get like emails sometimes from like I guess comics and it's like PA jobs or like random jobs that I guess they're looking for people and there's always I'm on some list for like random jobs and randomly and one time it was for to be Santa really and it was like 150 dollars an hour and I th- seriously thought about doing it but then they said you had to supply your own. Uh, you have to suit. buy the own suit. So I was like, oh, this could actually be something I would do, but I had to buy the suit and I just... Yeah. Like, if you do it, you have to commit You're to being every Santa year. multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> that, multiple funny. Santas. That's the racket. That's where they get you with the suit. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I have that in me. It's like it's like Uber. <laughs> you have to bring your own car. That's a special clause in the, <laughs> pol- <laughs> in the policy. Yeah. I don't think I'd be a good Santa, though. I think I'd be too mean. <laughs> You'd be better Grinch. Yeah. I would be like, well, if you want that, you should offer to do some chores. <laughs> I uh, This is a big side note, but did, did you hear about this Mr. Bean, Bean Dad? I was going to bring it up. Right, we can wait. Is it, is I don't know about Bean Dad. I know Mr. Bean. Bean oh, that, that's a different thing, but that's yeah. also... A very interesting. There's Bean Dad, and then there's a Mr. Bean story. I don't know Bean Dad. The Bean Dad, very quick. This guy on Twitter, who's actually hosts a podcast with the guy from Jeopardy, Ken Jennings. He posted on Twitter this thread that his daughter's, I think, six years old, and she was really hungry, and she told he told her to 
go get a can of beans and she brought it back she can't open it up he's like go get a can opener and learn how to open the can of beans and she couldn't open it for six hours and she was crying and this guy was doing a puzzle and he wouldn't let her eat and wouldn't open it for her until she got it open after six hours and he, he like tweeted about how like how proud of himself he was and he got canceled because people were calling him like abusive mr bean dad <laughs> yeah that that sounds aggressive yeah he posted about it yeah yeah that's psychotic and then he, had, he deleted his account yeah i mean I, i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but i'm gonna say try opening it and if you can't try after a few minutes then i'll yeah I'll that's a good dad yeah he'd be a good santa claus mr bean though i just read an article about him me too he's against cancel culture but this is the thing that's what his thing was saying like everything is reduced to sound bites and where we i i, I the sound bite i read i said that that sounds good <laughs> and then he said he was upset that he's exhausted about being just mr bean right it's got to be exhausting everyone sees you as this he, one thing he seems like a thoughtful person and I just knew him as the guy with the kids thing. <laughs> I, don't yeah. think, I don't even think that's true. I don't know. He's, he's an amazing character actor. He really every, every time you would see him, he was committed to the being the bean. Yeah, he, he can act for beans. <laughs> yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. Speaking of cans, my number four, get myself a can of jambalaya. I got a jambalaya, Lance. I think I've had jambalaya maybe two times, but every time I'm like, I should have this more when it's raining. It's comforting. It's got a lot of things in it. Am I going to name those things? No, I'm not. Jambalaya is my number four. Wow. You ain't jambalayan. I ain't. It's a, it's a good one to have. I don't have it on my list. I don't know if I've told this story on the pod. It's not that funny, probably, when I actually tell it, but I went to Mardi Gras one year, senior year of college, and I stayed in like I talk about a, a house with ten friends. I like stayed in this house of like a friend of a friend, and I actually ended up sleeping in the RV we went down in because wow. there were so many people in this house. I was like, this is terrible. So me and a few people slept. But anyway, one of the friends we went down with like knew someone who lived there in New Orleans, so he stayed at this other person's house, and they were like close to the French Quarter, and it was like. The family was like pretty wealthy and they had this like really nice house and he kept saying this Bastian Schweinsteiger I've talked about him on the podcast. Schweinsteiger before. this was him and he said that like we had to go to this person's house so we could have jambalaya and that this person's mom was making jambalaya and just kept talking about the jambalaya the whole time we were there so we one of we were there for like three or four days so one of the nights we went there and there's a jambalaya made, but it, it was, like, all gone. So we couldn't have any of the jambalaya. No way. Yeah. Like, it was never intended to be made for us, but he framed it as if it was. Oh, he was jambalaya the whole time. He, he, was, he didn't know. He was jumbled he, in his truths. He was all he, jamba juiced up. That's, yeah. what a bummer. Especially if it, it must have been great. I mean, it probably, it yeah, probably and then he talked about how great it was. Ugh. Make jambalaya great again. That that's devastating. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number four. Jambalaya. That's a good one. My number six is chicken pot pie. CPP. I was thinking about it. Yeah. It's 
I don't have it that much, but when I do, I always wonder why I don't have it more. And then I finish it and I say, oh, that's why. Because it's good. But then you get over a ledge and you fall off a cliff. It's heavy duty. Of Dover. And. Seoul. Delaware. They said Dover. So I said Seoul. I did say Dover. You said Delaware. Seoul. I, said, I don't know. Seoul Dover? Dover Seoul. Is that like a fish? It is a fish. I didn't know about it. I only knew about Dover Delaware. Got it. <laughs> it's a good podcast, huh? Subscribe to our it's... Patreon. Get more yeah. more good stuff. More of this absolute gold. Ari gold. <laughs> Chicken pot pie. Pie in the sky, chicken pot pie, say hi, small fry, bye-bye. Birdie. This is chicken pot pie. You down with CPP? Yeah, you know me. It's great, CPP. It's good for, it's better on a rainy day than it's not, is is what I think is my personal opinion. Definitely. And I think it's a good sharing food. I don't I don't think, it's it's delicious, but if you crush a whole You think you CPP share it? Yourself, I feel like it's so personal. It definitely is made to be personal, but I prefer to share it. Because, like you said, once you finish it, it's like, what am I doing? Do you believe in bacon by pie? That's how you, that's how you share it. It's a good share. I can feel the peas and carrot jam. I really don't think I should eat too much now. That's definitely a copyrighted. Yeah. Wait, where this is uh, legal liability written all over. My number five. We've talked about this. It's controversial. It's grilled cheese. No tomato soup, but it does have bacon in it. Bacon grilled cheese. Ooh, mama. This is my, my thought. You have a grilled cheese just by itself. I see the temptation of wanting the tomato soup because you feel like the grilled cheese needs a buddy. Healed. It needs a buddy healed. But that's where bacon comes in. It's 2021. You can't just have a normal grilled cheese. Everything has to be big. Everything has to be more. So I get why, for whatever reason, just a classic grilled cheese isn't good enough for people anymore. You have to subscribe to Discovery Plus. You can't just have Discovery Channel. You need everything bigger and better. And that's why you have bacon on the grilled cheese. It's a great call. It's a great It's a great alternative because you can't... I don't think you can do bacon grilled cheese and tomato soup. I'm not sure that plays... It's just grilled cheese and tomato soup. But if you're just doing straight up grilled cheese, adding bacon to it is a great call. It's delish. It's baked in. <laughs> yeah. Bacon, bacon on air. Bacon man. It's a good one. Bacon and young Jeezy. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's a good one. Young Jeezy was always on songs as a feature. Bacon and young cheesy. Yeah. Trying to take it cheesy. <laughs> Grilled. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. It's strong. Yeah. My number four is Bray Short Rib. Nice. Yeah, we thought. <laughs> we we're talk moving. About we're it. moving. We're keeping it moving and grooving. Perfect. My number three, it's soup dumplings. We've talked about how much I love soup dumplings. Best soup dumplings. Lance puts his head. In his, on his head, he's not happy. You can't not have soup dumplings on the list. Go to Flushing. Go to uh, Zhao Long Bao. Go to Kung Fu. 
dumpling house, the best soup dumplings in the world. The combination of soup and dumpling, it's comfort food, it's delicious, it's just, it's light, it's not too heavy, you feel fine afterwards, you feel better afterwards. It's it's just divine, Adam. My number three, soup dumplings. You're stealing my Thunder Mifflin here. What can I'm going to have say? to tear up my list made of paper by the Thunder Mifflin Paper Company. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I'm a rainy guy. Yeah, soup dumplings are perf- the perfect rainy day food. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. They're delish. And I feel like they're, they're, they're not, I mean, everyone kind of knows about them, but they're still a little underrated. Because they're so difficult to make. Make them like well. They're not everywhere. You can make that. Like you try to make it at home. Don't try to make this at home, kids. Oh, definitely. I would actually want to try, but I think it's kind of involved. They usually come in those like steaming baskets. Pop, I don't know if yeah. you need them. Yeah, I'm not sure. It'd be interesting, but not even like a lot of Chinese places. Not all Chinese restaurants have soup dumplings. Only some. Hashtag not all Chinese restaurants. <laughs> yeah. I might have to join the soup dumpling lobby. Yeah. That's kind of like uh, the bagel stores in the Lower East Side. Or non-bagel stores. Maybe there's a soup dumpling union where you have to be a member of the soup dumpling union in order to make soup dumplings. Law and Order SDU. Soup dumpling union. (laughs) Yeah. And just like the bagel union, they probably have all the meetings in Yiddish. (laughs) That would be hilarious to to stop into that kind of meeting. Yeah. (laughs) Bagel Boss. My number two, I haven't had it that often. I actually had it on Sunday, which is why it's on my list so high, and it was fantastic. It's deep dish pizza. It's comforting. It's heavier. It's more hearty. Uh, For Hanukkah, I got a gold belly gift certificate for my family, and uh, I ordered some Lou Malnati's Chicago deep dish style pizza because I Saw a bunch of different videos and reviews online saying it was the best frozen deep dish. It was available on Gold Belly. It was awesome. Very, like, very, fr- it was in the oven for 45 minutes. You would have thought it was, I baked it fresh. Not traditional deep dish where it was like a soupy, like a lot of sauce and heavy, but it, it was definitely heartier than a thin crust, but it was just awesome. Almost like a pie crust bottom. Yeah, so good. that sounds like a number one hit on like, Gold Belly Furtado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I had I went to Chicago once, and we had deep dish, and it was great, but that was the only time I ever had it. Same. And I'm always like, I wish I had this more. Yeah. And I don't. I think there there must be a place in New York you know, you, know what's interesting, you know what's interesting about New York, I've noticed, in the past, I don't know, I was going to say the past 30 years, and then I realize I'm 30 years old, like I have lived here for 60 <laughs> years. <laughs> in the past lifetime? But, so, New York has long, I mean, New York is essentially, you know, obviously the, the Lenape Indian tribe lived in New York, but it's people from other parts of the world. That's all New York is. So, for most of New York's history, it's like, you know, you have Jews coming from Europe. You have, you know, people coming from all over the world and they're bringing their foods from wherever they're from to the island of of Manhattan and and Brooklyn and Queens. And I feel like more recently you have this trend of people from other parts of America moving to New York and like opening up 
their their region's exactly. food, which is generally new in the history of New York City. And I'm saying that because I feel like there must be some Chicago deep dish places where they're like, we're taking our recipes from home from the old country of Chicago <laughs> and bringing it to New York. Yeah, there's definitely is a, I think there's a place in the West Village that is deep dish. But it's also interesting you said that there's a, I forget the name of it, but Detroit-style pizza. Tigers and Lions, Tigers and Squares. Yeah. I haven't had it, but I've seen pictures online, and they look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a another place where they you could they sell Iowa Hawkeyes. Sounds good to me. Iowa Hawkeye Agner. Yeah. Iowa, I can't get enough corn husk. Yeah. My number one. That's Nebraska. <laughs> you don't think they have corn husk in Iowa? Nope. Cross the border no, and it's over. No we corn should ask either. our listeners in Nebraska. We don't know who they are. Or I don't. Reach out. Reach out to us. My number one, rainy day food. It's the most simple, but it's the most comforting. It's never disappointing. It's chicken noodle soup. Straight up chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Maybe no soda. It's just, what can I tell you? The the broth doesn't have to have too much chicken. The carrots, the noodles. But it's all about the broth. Especially just getting out of the rain when you're wet, cold. Even if you're even if it's a hot day, chicken noodle soup will make you feel better. My number one. I have two problems. No. Number one. I have 99 problems. Number one it might be better when it's snowing. Number two, it's tired and it's predictable. <laughs> it's the bacon and eggs of rainy day foods where it knows that it's good so it doesn't even try anymore. There's just, it's not, it's predictable because it's the best. Sometimes when you're that good, it's predictable. You just, you can't see past it. You get comfortable and you get cocky and you have no motivation to improve. <laughs> Chicken noodle soup doesn't need, need to be improved. I don't want anything more to it. I don't. I don't need a a, a hipster spin on it. I don't need a, a fusion. Give me some new chicken noodle broth. I'll go banana pudding for it. Pull Every, the banana pudding. Everything always can be improved. Not to mean that you change the recipe, but maybe you just you just present yourself with the passion and desire that you have when you won all those championships in the nineties. What about? Your number one, we're doing top nine bagels. Your number one is the plain, uncut bagel. Yeah. You're saying that there's not improved versions of that bagel? I'm saying the plain bagel is always hungry. But it's not doing anything to get better. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's being fresh. It's being crusty on the outside and soft on the inside. It's on the bottom. It has that, like, sweetness. Yeah, it's the, that's the plain. It's chicken noodle soup. Also, it the has plain bagel... Things is an underdog because everyone's getting cream cheese these days and the plain bagel feel the plain bagel has to do more work to be recognized I chicken noodle, noodle soup, soup chicken noodle thing. soup it's on the top of the top of the heap i think it's got a lot of contenders coming it's got that neck. chicken french onion soup they're leaving, have you made a homemade french, a chicken noodle leaving bones in the chicken those carrots that are like not that good there's too many bad chicken noodle soups out there there's great chicken noodle soups but there's a lot of chicken noodle soups that say we just slap chicken noodle soup on this bad boy. We don't even have to try. This is a travesty. This is this is a scandal. All right. So you've heard, you said two out of my you said my top two. The wow. only one you haven't said is my number three, which is French onion soup, which we also already talked about. <laughs> on the pod. I really did steal your Thunder Mifflin. 
Yeah, it's French onion soup. If you have French onion soup and it's like a nice day, there's something wrong with you. Right. It can be better in this. I don't think it's actually better in the snow. I think it's better in the rain or the cold. It could be better on a normal, cold, non-rainy day. But again, kind of like the butternut squash soup, you're having French onion soup because it's kind of shielding you from some sort of tough reality that's out there. <laughs> and can't, can't the, argue the French onion soup's blanketing you with that nice cheese and that beef broth and the onions. So, number three. Solid. I love French onion soup. Number two is soup dumplings. Love it. You gotta... It's raining and you're getting soaked, but soak up your body with soup dumplings. Bingo. I the only thing I don't like about soup dumplings is I feel like the fun's over too quickly. That's a good point. It feels like with the we, actual dumpling. It feels like we just got started, and they they only come in six. Have you ever ordered more than six soup dumplings? If I'm with like four people. I'll get, we'll get a bunch, so maybe I'll get an extra one. Like but another, have you ever seen them come in more than six? No. I. That's what I'm saying. No. If someone just invents soup dumplings that come in ten soup dumplings, they'll make more money because I'll buy them. They're kind of like a delicacy, though. I feel like that's what makes them so good is like you, you, you really cherish every slurp, every bite. You don't want too many because then it's like, what is this, popcorn? Am I going to keep popping soup dumplings like it's like a snack? It's not a Tic Tac. It is not a Tic Tac. They are soup dumplings. But I'll, 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 I'll pop some soups. I mean, it, if we're having a soup dumpling party, I'll go banana pudding. But you're never going to see it, say, like a wedding, at a, like a hors d'oeuvre cocktail hour, a platter of soup dumplings. They're, they're not no, too No, but soup dumplings, special. because of they're only you only get six of them, they pigeonhole themselves as an appetizer, where why can't they be the whole damn meal? It's true. It's, just, it's a lot of work to make them. I know, but you got to work hard if you want to open that can of beans. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Yeah. So that's my number two. My number one is chicken teriyaki over <laughs> rice. I can't believe you said it. Wow, that's amazing. It's the perfect rainy day food because it's, it's filling, it's warm, it's comforting. But if you have it when it's too cold, there's something wrong with you. Right. And when you have it when it's nice out, it, it also feels off. Wow. That's a great number one. Yeah, it's the perfect rainy day food. I think it was it was made for rainy days. And you can have it at ha, I've had mall chicken teriyaki and it's chicken teriyaki I feel like also it's it's versatile in the quality of of the dish. Yeah. Like you have the worst, it at the worst yeah. chicken teriyaki is good, Still good and the best chicken teriyaki is obviously yeah. good. You can mask a low quality chicken with some teriyaki. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I love like getting it over rice at restaurants. I feel like we should make. I don't, I don't think we've made it, but I feel like we should. It's, it's not that walk. hard to make. Yeah. Yeah. Get some vegetables. You gotta get. You gotta get the rice perfect in like that Japanese style. It's like kind of a little sticky. Yeah. Gotta so have good hands, cherry rice. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I can't one. believe you said it. You stole my Thunder Mifflin. Love that. Usually the other way around. Yeah. You rained on my pop, parade. Man. What was that? You rained on my parade. <laughs> I did. Wow, came full circle. I rained on your parade. Now it looks like the clouds are clearing up for an ad. Oh nope, not an ad. I lied. We got to do Phil Jackson and and Kate's predictions. We do. 
We got Kate coming in hot with some LPPs, as I called them this week. LPPs, Lance Pucker predictions. Kate says, Happy New Year. Here's some LPPs at the buzzer. Wow. Mac and cheese? No mac and cheese. It's a I good thought guess. about it. I actually thought about because I have it. It is better when it's raining, but I feel like I have it no matter what the season is. I thought it would be... That feels like a more of a snowy day. For it you would be. What was the, what was the the leading ad today? Purell and the generous. It would be Purell and disingenuous. Got it. To to do it, but I think baked. I don't really have baked mac and cheese that much, but I strongly considered putting baked mac and cheese in. That'd be a good call. Yeah, that's next level. Yeah, mac. Miller, rest in peace. My her next prediction was matzo ball soup. Neither of us had matzo ball soup. Surprising. I've talked about it. I, you can't have it when it's raining, but you also, but I also think it does suffer some of the same plight as chicken noodle soup, as they talked about. Right. It's good, but spaghetti and meatballs. I was debating; it was on my earlier version of my list. Spaghetti and meat. I think this is going to be a, not a controversial take. Spaghetti and meatballs is good. It's obviously good. Kate definitely, I think, likes it more than me. But I think meatballs are the star. Like, so Kate makes yeah. this amazing, uh, like, kale pesto pasta. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we'll have it with meatballs. And it's made me realize that spaghetti is kind of riding the coattails of the meatballs. Absolutely. Like, this kale pesto with meatballs is so unbelievably good. It's, like, one of my favorite foods. And the meatballs, like, it's better than the spaghetti. With like with with red sauce, yeah. I'm I'm I overall am not a huge pasta spaghetti person. If I'm having meatballs, I prefer to have like a meatball marinara and give me like a piece of bread next to it. I don't need spaghetti. Hold the spaghetti, give me the meatballs. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like something out of virtual reality. Spaghetti player one. It's <laughs> pretty good. And then she's got grilled cheese. Yep. Yep. That thing. Chocolate chip cookies. Close. In the same ballpark. Same ballpark. Noodles. Yeah. And then Dan Dan noodles. It's a good one. Really good it's one. It's a really good one. Yeah. Those spicy nudes. Yeah. Great call. Yeah. Phil Jackson comes in this week and his pros. Wowie. Wowie. We know he was depressed about the Giants losing. And I think it really shone through in his amazing pros. I already said that. I'm stalling because I have to pull it up. Okay. Good evening and happy new year to our chefs. Time happy new year, to, Phil. Time to dig up the rainy day fund and break out the cozy specials because our boy Jesse is pairing food with the vibrations of Mama Nature. <laughs> Mama Nature. Rain affects me in emotional ways that I predict will also impact Jesse's sensitivities. <laughs> no, my body, Phil. The precipitation must be embraced, and there's nothing like delving into the taste buds when the clouds are crying. (laughs) Without further ado, here's what my pal is munching on when the pitter-patter on the windowsill begins. Wow, really paint the picture, Phil. Various soups. Gotta say, I think you nailed that in a little bit there. That's a little broad. Drill down there, Phil. Yeah. Gotta... I, I I just kind of, you know... Wax poetic on a great intro, 
But then he's not even using adjectives. Various soups. It's a little safe. I feel like he didn't want to. He he, he was, didn't want to swig and miss. Tell me so how that the soup feels, Phil. <laughs> again, no soup for you. again, dumplings. Got it. They got it. I had soup dumplings. Unspecific, but fine. Wow, you really come after Phil this week. Because I know he has such talent that we gotta we gotta bring yeah. it out. Tough love, ramen. Yeah, I thought about ramen. I'm not a huge ramen guy. We've talked about this. There's actually a, it's like a more upscaleish uh, Japanese style. It's like I think it's got it's like its own thing, but I guess like Japanese influenced restaurant, like if like on our block, and because of the pandemic, I think they've moved more from moved from that concept to now. It seems like they they're doing ramen, hmm. and I'm like I, I should get that. Yeah. There's a ramen place on Dittmar's in Astoria near my apartment. And whenever I have it, it's great. But I just don't get it a lot. I would love to be fueled by ramen. Ramen sessions. Ramon sessions. Mac and cheese. Wow. Kate and Phil on the same page there. But we're on a different one. Bowl of chili. I had bowl of chili on my original list. Didn't have it. Didn't make the final cut. But I love a good bowl of spicy hot chili. Slow cooked beef ragu. Wow, the big ragu. That's, a, a big ragu that's what I'm talking about, Phil. That's what is specific. it? Beef ragu. How is it cooked? Slow cooked. <laughs> yeah. Bonus French onion soup in a bread bowl, boy. Ooh, man. That's. Uh, you're a bad boy if you get a bread bowl, but bread bowls are unbelievable. With French onion soup on top, that's insane. Braise on, Phil. Raise on, Phil. Happy New Year. Great predictions. A little tough love from Lancey up there up top. Raise on, Phil. <laughs> you got any ads? I got an ad. It's an oldie, but it's a it's a staunch supporter of the pod that doesn't pay us. It's Uber Pete's. Welcome back, UP. Uber Pete's. Is your name Pete? Do you know someone named Pete? Are you PETA from the Hunger Games? Well, then you'll love Uber Pete's, the very first app by and specifically for Pete's. I mean, for Pete's sake. This app is for Pete's sake. Simply place your order with our app, and our elite fleet of Pete's with very sweet feet will meet and greet you at your seat. I know that was a lot, so we'll spare you the deets. Just know that Uber Pete's can't be beat, especially when it comes to investing in REITs, also known as Real Estate Investment Trusts. Uber Pete, download today. Not available if your name is Kevin. Shout out UP. Thanks again. Would love for you guys to respond to our invoices, but thanks for supporting the pod nonetheless. I sent a reminder. Love a reminder. Yeah. It's like a reminder your invoice is 75 days overdue. <coughs> Excuse me. I get all choked up when Uber Pete supports the pod. Yeah. Very nice. We got no questions this week as far as I know. No, we don't. I didn't get any. No cues, but That's- we do have some QABs. We do have some QABs, but this is a, a blanket reminder. We'd love any questions you got. Please send them to us. Michael Jackson's daughter, blanket. Remind I, forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Is uh, is Jesse not testing you back? Do you have a problem at your gym? No one, I guess, no one does anything. I guess that's why people don't have questions because everyone's like, I'll just stay in my house. Right. No, there's, there's still... We're, we're living in new ways, but there's always questions. There's always something going on. Send it, send it our way. Yeah, if you want to ask why is this night different than all other nights, ask that. 
You could sure. email us at brazebits at gmail.com. Again, that is brazebits at gmail.com. Or you could DS, DM us on Instagram. Our Instagram is at brazebits. Or if you know us individually or if you hack our phones, you could text us. Please. And yeah. we'll make a fake name for you as we do with most people, except for Mr. October, who demands that we reveal his name. Yeah. And Phil Jackson. That's his real name also. Yeah. Yeah. Hokitok, you got any QABs? I got a QAB. So this QAB, I think you'll like. It was two separate incidents, and by themselves, I don't think we're worthy enough to be QABs, but they're thematically linked. Combo snack. So I said, I, I'm sensing a trend. This is the best. And the trend is people with strollers. <laughs> okay. So two different situations. First situation, I was at the Essex market actually buying this mint pudding that I talked about before. And there was this woman with a double stroller, had twins. She is not economizing the space of the stroller with its outsized size. We're in New York City if things are tight. If you're going to have a large stroller, you have to be aware that things are tight. And your stroller doesn't necessarily, it's, this isn't like crazy taxi. Like people aren't going to be jumping out of the way for your stroller. <laughs> Love and, crazy taxi. Dream, Dreamcast crazy taxi. What a ride. What a, what a ride being crazy taxi. <laughs> it's time to play crazy taxi. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Or? Oh. <laughs> You're going on full lockdown, did you hear? In, in Scotland. Are they? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> anyway, so this woman, I'm like, I'm, I'm ordering. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to order. The guy is at the, at the bakery is like mixing something in a mixing thing you know how bakers do things yeah baker mayfield and this woman i'm like at the counter and she's like excuse she's like she's like excuse me i'm trying like i'm trying to get through but i was like not even in a place <laughs> where i could move so i was like oh sorry whatever i was like you know mother with the stroller whatever she walks past me then she takes the stroller and she like backs it up like back into a parking spot and just stands like less than like three feet away from me. Wow. And then starts like chatting with this other woman and positioning she the stroller. She kind of, if I, if I wanted to go the way she was, she would have blocked me. But it turned out that when I got my stuff, I was just going the other way, but she would have blocked me. But people were walking by and they had to like dodge out of the way because this woman was taking up space with her giant stroller acting just like the, you know, Insane. I feel that. So that's number one. I know that a frustration. That's number one. Then number two, Kate and I on that nice day you're talking about when you went to the closed scoop world. Yeah. Fun uh, fact. Yeah, we took a walk to Williamsburg, Brooklyn. We walked over the Williamsburg Bridge, kind of walked around Domino Park and Williamsburg and and all that. And then we walk. We were walking back, and there was this, I guess, dad with a stroller. I think it was also a double stroller. I think, and we're walking down. So when you walk on the Williamsburg Bridge, 
you have to walk kind of up this like long ramp from Manhattan side. You walk up this long ramp, and then when you're walking back, you have to walk back like down this kind of long ramp. So Kate and I are generally fast walkers, but you have to understand the Williamsburg Bridge that you can't be like so obnoxious and just like walk past people, right? Yeah. Like if they're being there's, there's times there's a pace of play. There's some pace of play. Also, there's bikers going the other way, so you just got to be aware. You can pass people. When you're when you're running, obviously you're passing people, but there's a pace of play that you gotta kind of abide yeah. by, and sometimes you're gonna pass people, sometimes you're not. So we were walking in front of there were actually like two or three different groups, and I guess there was one group at the front that was walking slower and slowing down all the other groups, but it wasn't so slow that we felt like we had to pass them. So we were walking, and then behind us there's this guy in a stroller going like ninety miles an hour walking on the stroller literally to the point where he's like at our heels with this stroller and if it was just us i would almost kind of get it it'd be like move out of the way type thing but he was gonna have to he would have had to do that to like six more groups you trying to do a double pass so i don't know what he was trying he wasn't even trying to pass us because he would have had to pass like six groups with the stroller which would be physically impossible because he would have got whacked by a bike so i just like ran i started running and i ran because i couldn't deal with this guy yeah uh, Gotta get out of the way. It's these this thing with strollers and and parents. It's like I get it that you're gonna you should be focused on your kid more than anything else, but you can't be. This the 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 bridge one was weird because it was just this guy using his his children as lead blockers for some yardage that he wasn't gonna get anyway. But I get that you would be focused on your children. You should be, but. You can't reorient the city for right. your specific needs that are also kind of absurd, and they are disrespectful of others. Hundred percent agree. The double stroller is just—it's not a natural size either. It's not the so city isn't built for a double stroller. No, it's, it, you can't. It, It's—it takes up the, too much of the sidewalk at a supermarket. Double stroller takes up the whole aisle. It's—it's it's too big. It's too big to fail. It is too big to fail, and that's something that I'm, like, super conscious about. Like, Kate and I would like to have kids, and, but I like, I see these strollers. I'm slowly starting to, like, notice, like, these strollers, and I get why parents wouldn't want to have these, like, no-frills strollers because I guess, okay, they're not as safe, and you want, like, a stroller that's going to last a long time. It's like a car. You want to, like, put your water bottle in there or whatever. I don't know what people do. But, like, I, I sort of understand why you'd want, like, a better stroller. But you can't have one that's that's obnoxiously taking up room. It's the Cadillac Escalade. It's just too big. It's like a um, it's a status marker that's, like, the most obnoxious status marker in the world. And I, I can't stand it. I think it's definitely... And then, so there's there's that. But then to have that and wield it like you're better than yeah. people is, right. is just too much. That's just Manhattan at its finest. It's it's magnified this whole. Just, well, you have that, and then you have people literally taking a shit next to them, like in plain daylight. So <laughs> it's like you, it's crazy you, you have it's extremes. Yeah, extreme makeover. Manhattan edition. <laughs> right. Extreme sports. It's it's a backflip. And it's too much. Yeah. I got a QAB. My my QAB is. Um, the unexpected FaceTime call. Um, I don't like when someone FaceTimes 
out of nowhere uh and like the, the a phone i'm fine with a phone call a phone call like if you, you don't you don't have to answer but i feel like the facetime it, it puts so much pressure on the person to answer i have i have certain people in my life who will facetime me and it just it's like i'm not always want to talk face to face just call me regularly i don't like the position it puts puts you in um yeah the random facetime call i don't like it i don't need it i don't gotta have it it's pretty bad and it doesn't consider like like i gotta do my hair and makeup exactly i gotta put my face on yeah call me regularly call me audio i'll, I'll talk to you on the phone but the facetime it's like I, I gotta worry about how i'm looking i don't i don't need that yeah it's it's pretty bad and i will say i i never facetime in my life until this pandemic yeah the, it, the pandemic has definitely made and i don't like more it. and more prevalent and i facetime a handful of times on during the pandemic the only person i've somewhat consistently facetimed with is my brother and i don't like it but it's also a way to see my niece so i get yeah. it. like i get it. it it makes sense why he yeah. does it but he does do it at random times but i guess it's also like yeah, planning a facetime is weird so i do get why people just randomly do it um but it's not ideal and the great thing about the phone is that you could be on the phone but you could be doing other things when you're on facetime you exactly. have to like position yourself you have to be like you can't show people your apartment because you're right. embarrassed by it like exactly it's it's not it's unsustainable it really is, 100%. It's a great QAB. Appreciate it. I'm fine with a planned FaceTime call. Like if it's a, if it's a, a birthday, if you want to see your niece and nephew. or like a, I, well, it's, it's fine if it's expected. But out of nowhere, it's like, why am I? And then you feel bad for not answering. It's, it's a vicious cycle. FaceTime exists in this interesting medium. Because I feel like planned things now are, are Zoom. Like if you're yeah. going to plan something, you're going to do a Zoom. Zoom is like for events. Right. for for work stuff but really you know for like oh we're gonna uh, we're gonna meet up or you know do a virtual hangout we're gonna zoom and facetime appears to be more casual it's like you're on the go right. you know you're on the go you're moving from your bedroom to your kitchen on <laughs> the go and it is able to get away with being casual like that and it's not right it ain't right and i'm not i'm not gonna be for a while, I was accepting all these FaceTimes because I felt bad saying no, but if I'm not comfortable doing it, I'm not answering. Yeah, I'll, I'll I don't think I've ever answered it. I've I've had a, only a handful of FaceTimes that I've done, but I've had situations where I've been FaceTime and I'm like, I'm not answering right now, and I just won't answer. Because I, yeah. I think it is uh, presumptuous to, Absolutely. to do it. That was percent. If you send a text afterwards and it's like, I just want to say hi. But then if you FaceTime, you don't answer, and you get no kind of texts, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to get some FaceTime. Let's get some FaceTime. Face-to-face. I haven't seen you face-to-face since the 80s. 70s. 60s. Well, I wanted to say before we bring in the closer, last week's rendition of the Bringing in the Closer theme song, unbelievable production value by yeah. you. Yeah, I got, I got inspired. You're, you're musical. Yeah. Musical Lance. Yeah, trying to be. So let's do it. Let's bring in the let's bring in the closer. You wanna do it? Let's do it. I want a two. 
I want two, three, four. Bits, 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 bits. Come on. Bits, 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 bits. Yep. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Yep. Bits, 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 bits. Right. Bits, 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 bits. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. First one of 2021 in the books. Got anything to plug? I don't. Uh, I was going to say that the Brazerbacks are going to be confused because they've listened to an episode in 2021, but record ah, it. But it's like, I don't want to be that person. But I just was because I, you were like, you got anything I, forget, plug, I forget. You got anything to plug. And then my face was like that, doing that thing. So I had to address it. It's, it's, it's true. So I sometimes I forget this is going out to the public. I just think we're having a conversation. No, I only do anything if it has a purpose greater right. than, you know, I'm not just here to make friends. Wow. Jordan Rabel might have been right. Doing it to win it. Yeah. Well, I am, but I'm not. Because I don't, I refuse to like get a TikTok. <laughs> you got values. So you I don't know what I'm doing. What are you doing? What am I doing? Um, yeah, but it, anything to plug. Anything to plug. I just plug the podcast. Yeah, Braze Let's Bits. Let's Braze Bits. Braze Bits. Let's Braze Bits. I don't know what I'm trying to, I actually. I'm going to try to post some videos on Instagram. I should probably do some some stuff. Actually, I was I was looking at... I'm not going to get a TikTok kind of thing, but I was looking at yours. Oh, and I liked, like, you did... I think I, I know at least one video of, like, like lip sync... Not whatever, like... Yeah, uh, I've been doing some, some lip reading. Yeah, that. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, a funny thing. I've been trying to, trying to do yeah, more I, of that I, I like NBA this. games. Yeah, appreciate it. I thought they were good. So you have the app? No, I just like you could look at it without having the app. Got it. So I was just I was just curious. I was like, what a, what are you doing? I what actually went viral. On, I don't know when TikTok. you when when you looked, but I did a, a lip reading last night of LeBron and went viral. Oh, I didn't. I'll, I'll check it out. You went pretty pretty nuts. Yeah, but I feel like it like not that it's easy, but like I feel like like if you do, if you get the right thing, it could be very funny. Like yours, yeah. I liked it. It's like something about the smelling. Smelling. Maybe. I don't remember. Maybe I'm not. Done. I don't know. I've done a bunch of them. It was like you're too close. You smell bad. I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. ha Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to copy you. No, you got do your own thing. I don't know. But then, but then with these apps, it's like you do something and then you're just on the app the whole day because you got to see the engagement and who liked it. And I'm like, I can't mentally. It just that, makes you feel so much worse about yourself. That's something and I need I to work on. I can't do it. I need to work on getting off, like posting and then getting off. I know, but you can't. It. Like the whole incentive of these things is to make you stay on. And, and when I post anything, I have to stay on and, and you do better when people comment and you comment back. It's yeah. just like, an, it's evil. And then for us, it's like the only way, and it's not just comedians, it's it's anyone doing any sort of business. It's like the way to grow your thing, but it's diabolical because it makes you feel terrible. Yeah. It's vicious. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. But anyway, I think I might post some more stuff on my Instagram. I did, uh, I posted a video last week, just like a fake podcast from like the medieval times with like an ad for the Roman Catholic church. And I think oh, I, I might, missed it. Yeah. That's the thing with Instagram too. It's like, it doesn't show people anything because I think it knows I hate it. 
But it's anyway. true. They want they they want to incentivize you big on the app all the time. Exactly. So I was talking to Nick Alex actually, former thing, former he was a guest host one time. Yeah. And he I he he sponsored he, he has a podcast which is good I, I like it a lot and he sponsored his po- you know how podcasts sponsor themselves or they do sponsored posts. You like you, you paid advertising. Like we like we could pay to like promote a post. Yeah. Right. Um. And I, his came up on my, he like promoted one and it came up on my feed and I was just like texting him like, ha you're getting a, another listener. Love that. So and it works when, when he paid well, for it, they, they blast you out to more people. Yeah. And he said, well, he said he's do he did it cause he's like, I think I got shadow banned and this is, I've heard this is a way to get out of it. And I didn't even know what that meant. So I Googled it cause I didn't want to sound like an idiot. And it's like, I guess it's unconfirmed if this is actually true, but it's like that Instagram will intentionally suppress accounts like for whatever reasons. Depending on the content, yeah. yeah. Every app does that. TikTok. I know. Every social it's, media, yeah. It's just it's just insane that he I mean, he's like he has a good product, I think, and that it's like the it's just so it's just so stupid. It drives me nuts. So I'm like, well, I should put stuff out on these things, but I also just hate everything they stand for. It's hard to find a healthy balance. It's yeah. very hard to find a healthy balance. I'm, I'm working on it every day. And that's why you got to eat RX bars. Eat RX right, bars. Healthy balance. But anyway, I think I'm going to do more videos of like, not the ads we have on the podcast, but like fake ads about things like the Roman Catholic Church. Love that. Like do like a mock podcast, but you never actually hear the podcast. Yeah. It's just like ads and i i kind of want to i don't know it's just an idea i have rolling around in my head but it, my instagram is lance comedy and i think i'm going to try to post some stuff like that on my instagram but you probably won't see it because instagram's not going to show it to you i'll come i'll search for it i'll actively appraiser backs and i will, will actively search for it type it into our search bars all right it'll but, come up. but more importantly is uh thanks for listening and uh praise on our, everybody our patreon we you didn't plug anything I was going to say... Let's plug yeah. the podcast. All right. Yeah. Plug the podcast, support our Patreon. Braze on. Yeah, braze on. Peace. Peace.